God, we sing it, we believe it, we proclaim it. You are worthy. You're the name above all names. And at your name, every tongue will confess that you are Lord. Every knee will bow. Holy are you, Lord. Worthy are you, Lord. Faithful you are, God. We just want to experience you. We want to encounter you today. We want to be changed by your goodness, by your grace. So speak to our hearts through your word. It's all these things in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much. Wow. Thank you, praise man. And appreciate you leading us in worship. And appreciate you guys back there doing all the sound and all that stuff. Y'all are amazing. My name is Sean Powell. I'm the family life minister here. And Brother Lee is in uh, Uganda right now uh, with his wife, Susan, and with Amy. Uh, and they're kind of enjoying a trip there. It's kind of a work trip, too, for Amy. And so we, we just need to continue to pray for them. They're doing great. And so we're excited uh, that he's able to, to go there. Uh, before I start, I really want to acknowledge my mother-in-law. She's here today. And uh, appreciate that. And there she is right there. And, um, and all three of my kids are in church today. That's awesome. And they're together. We haven't had, they haven't been back in, in a while, so it's exciting. I'm really blessed to do that. And obviously, my sweet wife, Joy, is here. She has to come. So uh, anyhow, but uh, we're, we're blessed. So hey, I wanted to just start off with a couple of, uh, it is Mother's Day, obviously. We're going to kind of get to that in a minute. But I wanted to start off with a couple of fun facts about Mother's Day. And uh, Mother's Day is the third most popular holiday in the world behind only Christmas and Easter. According to Pew Research Center, more phone calls are made on Mother's Day than any other day of the year. In 2017, the expected total spending for Mother's Day in the United States is $23.6 billion. Wow. Yeah. So you're like, where's my, where's my uh, portion of that? So for the average, and the average spender spends about $186.39 per shopper. So just, just to let you know. So I don't know if y'all can gauge your gifts and everything if you've done that. Now, approximately 65% of all greeting card sales occur in the last five days before Mother's Day for, for the year. Now, it's interesting to note 80% of those Mother's Day cards are purchased by women, just, just to let you know that. Now, this is a fun fact, kids. The kids are in here, uh, and so this is kind of a fun fact. You probably want to move to Yugoslavia after I tell you this, but in what was formerly Yugoslavia, children would tie up their mother on Mother's Day. The only way she could be freed would be to pay her children with candy and treats. Kids, come on. Sounds like a deal to me. All right, so Anna Jarvis, uh, obviously you probably have heard this history. Anna Jarvis is considered the founder of Mother's Day in the United States. She quit her job to focus full-time on persuading politicians uh, business executives, civil leaders, civic leaders, um, into making the holiday official. On May 8, 1914, President Woodrow Wilson signed a joint resolution designating the second Sunday in May as Mother's Day. Thanks to her persistence of Jarvis, and Jarvis never married actually, nor had children of her own. And incidentally, I don't know if you know this or not, but later in her life, she was very disappointed by how commercialized Mother's Day became. 
with a flower and, and can, flowers and candy shop and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so she tried to kind of get some things changed later in her life. So that was kind of interesting. Now, around one quarter of all flowers are purchased, purchased throughout the year are purchased for Mother's Day. Many of the trademark sweaters that Mr. Rogers wore on his television show, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, were knitted by his real mother. Fun fact. All right. Now, Mother's Day was intended to be a day to honor mothers individually and not collectively. Thus, the reason the apostrophe before the S, making it singular possessive instead of plural possessive. So that's kind of interesting. So each household needs to celebrate their mom. Mother's Day is the busiest day of the year for the restaurant industry, with 62% of Americans dining out. So that's because dads don't want to cook, probably. So uh, now I found a good definition of uh, mom. Uh, a mom is one who is a finder of all things. She is uh, the family gift buyer. She is the family vacation planner. She is the biggest cheerleader and the fiercest defender. And she is also the dispenser of unconditional love. I think that's a pretty good definition and kind of sums that up. Now, the Golden Girls said this about mothers. It's not easy being a mother. If it were, fathers would do it. So there, there's a gem of wisdom there. One, one kid goes, my mom likes to play the game, yell from four rooms away, and gets upset when I can't hear. So we've all experienced that at our house. You know, one son um, asked his mom for $20 and said, hey, mom, can I have $20? And she goes, what do I look like? Do I, you know, do I look like I'm made of money? And he goes, well, I kind of thought that's what your initials stood for, made of money. Okay. So uh, what is the difference between Superman and mothers? Superman's just a superhero now and then. Moms are superheroes all the time. So would y'all agree with that? Yes. All right. Amen. Now, what three words solves all of dad's problems? You guessed it. Ask your mother. Okay. Now, there's an interesting story um, told by Mark White. He was uh, the governor of Texas from 1983 to 1987, and he tells this story about his wife when he was, uh, this was back in the 70s when they had self-serve gas stations, I mean, excuse me, full-service gas stations. So he was on a trip with his wife, and he pulled into the gas station, he got out of the car and started filling up the car, and I think he went in to, to get something in the store, and, um, and he noticed that his wife was talking to the gas station attendant, you know, filling it, you know, helping and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, wow, they seem to be friends, man. They, they kind of seem to have known each other, you know, kind of a long time. And wow, this is kind of interesting. And so he just observed this from inside the store. And, and then after a while, he kind of came out and, you know, he got in the car and they drove down the road. It's about an hour down the road. And he goes, honey, um, listen, I was kind of curious. You acted like you knew that, that guy at the gas station. Were you guys like, you know, was, was that your boyfriend at some point in time? And she goes, yeah, that was my high school sweetheart. And, uh, and he goes, oh, really? And a few more minutes went by and he goes, well, honey, I guess you're, I guess you're thinking right now that if you would have married him, that you would be the wife of a gas station attendant. And she said, no, honey, I, I, I was thinking that he would be the Texas governor. 
So um, anyhow, kind of chew on that just for a little bit. All right, at three years old, mommy, three years old, uh, kids say, mommy, I love you. At 10 years old, mom, whatever. At 16, mom, you're annoying. Okay. At 18, I'm leaving the house. Can't wait to go to college. At 25, mom, you were right. Pretty much right about everything. Now, the simple fact is moms are amazing. And uh, today we're going to kind of talk about gifts for moms. Now, God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, 2 Corinthians 9, 6 through 8 says this. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. Luke 6.38 says this, Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full. Pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Now, if you're struggling to uh, kind of find a, a Mother's Day gift and you want to kind of take some of that $23.6 billion and, and buy a gift, you know, I want to show y'all just, uh, just kind of a few things. Uh, Chuck, you can go ahead and show that. Uh, yeah, now, this is a gold bathtub. All right, back in 2013... American boxer Mike Tyson bought his then-wife, that ought to tell you something, uh, actor Robin Givens, a 24-carat solid gold bathtub that was estimated to be worth over $2 million at that time. Sure, it's worth a little bit more. Now, this next picture, this, this is a waterfall in an actual house in Pennsylvania. Actually, beautiful house. Well, Angelie Jolie bought this for her then-husband, Brad Pitt, and she bought all the surrounding area, and evidently this is a famous home in Pennsylvania, and she spent an incredible amount of money. Now, she, she did this back in 2012. Now, when, when Brad Pitt turned uh, 50, he, Angelie bought him an island. So, so, Bobby, you may want to think about buying Rachel an island. Rachel, would you like an island? Yeah, you like Bobby? Okay. You can go ahead and do that. All right. This next gift right here was given by Beyonce to Jay-Z, this Bombardier Challenger 85 jet on Father's Day. This thing cost $17 million. And so that was, that's an extravagant gift. This next gift is a super yacht. Uh, moms, do y'all want a super yacht? Anybody? Y'all want a super yacht? Okay. That would be actually kind of fun. I wouldn't want any of those other presents. Well, maybe a jet. Okay. All right, so in 2008, Indian business tycoon uh, Anil Ambani bought his wife, T uh, Tina, a super yacht named Tian. It's reportedly worth $84 million. So the yacht is nicknamed the Rolls Royce of the Waters, uh, owing to its luxurious decor. All right, now this next picture is really, uh, and I don't know if y'all know the history behind the Taj, uh, the Taj Mahal, but this is one of the most public displays of affection that's probably 
ever been uh, kind of given, you know, uh, monetarily wise. Um, this is, uh, you know, the, the ruler of India, the Shah Jahan. He spent an equivalent of $827 million in modern currency uh, building the Taj Mahal for his late wife, actually. And the construction took over 22 years, and it required the work of over 20,000 artisans. And uh, obviously, we've seen that. It's an iconic picture, and that was actually a gift to his late wife. Now, the, the other gifts were a little impractical. I, I, I understand that. But this next one is kind of doable, all right? Now, this is a Chanel bicycle, all right? Only 50 of them were made. Now, in 2008, actress Courtney Cox of Friends purchased one of the only 50 Chanel bicycles from the brand's limited edition, each of which was valued around $12,000. Brad, that's doable for Mindy, right? Where is Brad? Brad, $12,000. So, no? Yeah, you'd rather buy her new golf clubs? Okay, all right. So, uh, it was a birthday present to her fellow Friends co-star, Jennifer Aniston, who was keen on taking up cycling. The bicycle features signature Chanel uh, quilted leather trim and leather saddlebags. Now, I also hear a rumor that uh, Kimberly Gavalettes is going to get Chuck Gavalettes a Corvette. It's a mid-engine Corvette when Chuck turns 20, 75, by the way. I don't know if y'all knew that or not. Kimberly, Kimberly, I don't know if you knew that. Chuck wanted me to add that in there, so... All right, okay, now obviously that's kind of crazy, but on a more practical side, um, man, uh, Mother's Day is, is a day to really honor mom. Uh, really, this day should really happen 365 days a year. Um, you know, Ephesians 6, 2, and 3 really sums up everything, and it is, it is the commandment that says we are to honor your father and mother. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and mother, things will go well with you and you will have a long life on earth. And this is very important. Uh, God's word really encourages us to honor, honor our moms. Now, I kind of have 10 gifts before me on this table. And, uh, and uh, they're, they're kind of the gifts that, you know, I, I kind of came up with. Joy helped me a little bit. My kids helped me with it a little bit. And, um, you know, your, your gifts on the table may be different. If you were to come up with maybe a top 10 gift, and I'd be really curious to see what you would come up with. Um, but I, I want you to understand the first gift is a gift that you would spend money on, okay? And it would probably last a week, maybe for some, maybe a day. Um, but, but this gift would, would just kind of go away. It costs money. The nine other gifts that we're about to share uh, basically are free, and they're good for... 365 days a year. Now, the first one uh, is this. Obviously, um, listen, flowers are so, flowers and chocolate are so important. I mean, they're kind of like go-to staples. And regard, if they say, oh, I don't want any flowers, buy them flowers anyways. Um, they look pretty in the home. But, you know, chocolate and flowers are a definite must uh, during Mother's Day, I had no, I grew up actually without a mom. Uh, most of y'all know that. And my mom passed away when I was four. And I had two older brothers and a dad. My dad didn't remarry until I was uh, in college. And so as I, uh, as God blessed me with, with joy in my life 
I started to find out that chocolate was really important. And then my two daughters came along and I found out that chocolate was super important too and flowers as well. So that's number nine. All right, so let's get into, I need to navigate through these steps. Let's get into number nine. Now, this next one, I, I think is very important. And I think this is a super important gift. Um, and I just basically said, number nine is a written note or a drawing. Um, this, this note was sent to Joy from Natalie when Natalie was in Africa. And uh, Natalie, we still have it right here. And uh, this is just a sweet note from Natalie to Joy, um, just telling her how much she appreciates her and how much she loves her, how grateful um, a written note during this day and time uh, is super important. Um, when my kids write me notes, it's literally the best present I ever could receive. Uh, I have saved most of them, I, I think almost all of them, and I love to go back and look at them, and uh, a written note is more valuable. It's really priceless uh, if you really, really think about it. So a written note is definitely super important. All right, let's do this next one. Now, this next one here um, is, you can probably guess what this gift is. And this is essentially the gift of time. You know, um, you know qual quality time, you know, obviously the five love languages talk about uh, just quality time and how important that is. Uh, time is absolutely uh, precious and uh, spend time with your mom as much as you possibly can uh, take her out on a date and mean you can do this too with your wives obviously um, and spend spend time and uh, it's very valuable now I heard this story some of y'all may have heard this before um, but this is kind of an interesting story about time now imagine you had a bank account that deposited eighty six thousand four hundred dollars in your bank account every morning. The account carries no balance from day to day. It allows you to keep no a no cash balance, and every evening the balance of the account goes back to zero. What would you do? Of course, you would try to spend every single penny of that money out of your bank account before, because it, if you had some left over, it would just be gone by the end of the night. Now, uh, obviously you would draw every last dollar. Now, we all have such a bank at, at our disposal. Its name is time. Every morning it credits you with 86,400 seconds. Every night it writes it off as a loss. Whatever time you have failed to use wisely, it carries over no, it carries over no balance day to day. It allows no overdraft. So you can't borrow against yourself or use more time than you're allotted. Each day the account starts fresh. Each night, it destroys any unused time. If you fail to use the days to deposit, uh, it's your loss. And you can't appeal to get it back. There's never, uh, there's never any borrowing time. You can't take out a loan on your time or against someone else's. The time you have is the time you have, and that is that. It's yours to decide how you spend the time. It is never the case of not having enough time to do things but the case of whether we want to do them and where they fall in our priorities. The clock is ticking. 
Invest your time in, wisely in things and in people, especially in people that, that you love. Now, to know the importance of a year, ask the students who failed the next grade. To know the importance of a month, ask a mother who gave birth to a premature baby. To know the importance of a week, ask a weatherman in Texas during a major snowstorm. To know the importance of an hour, ask someone writing, uh, excuse me, ask someone waiting to meet their sweetheart. To know the importance of a minute, ask the person who just missed their flight. To know the importance of one second, ask the person who just avoided an accident. To know the importance of a, middle, a millisecond, ask an Olympic silver medalist swimmer, and they know the importance of time. And so uh, time is just absolutely crucial. I think the, one of the best gifts that you could give your mom is just time. Spend, spend time with her, hang out. It's very, very important. Okay. So I think we are at this next one. All right. So what, what could this teddy bear mean? Um, now, so when you think about a teddy bear, you think about just hugging it. You just kind of want to hug it. And, you know, kids, you know, I saw some kids with teddy bears even today. And, and it's, you just want to hug this teddy bear. And so, guys, moms need lots of hugs. Amen. They, they just, they need lots of hugs. Now, hugging, I, you know, I looked up a bunch of medical things about hugging. Hugging reduces stress levels. Uh, hugging improves heart health. Hugging boosts self-confidence, self-esteem. Hugging improves relationships. And it's medically proven that hugging actually reduces pain. So listen, um, man, one of the best gifts to, to, that you could give your mom is, man, giving, giving her a hug. It's real important. I'm going to try to put, he may fall asleep, so I'm going to just do that. Okay. All right. So let's go to number six. Okay. Now, I wonder what this stands for. This is, uh, what, what, what is this? Kids, can y'all say something to y'all? What, what is this letter? It's an O. Okay. So, uh, it, well, okay. It's not a zero. My kindergarten teacher wife actually did this. So it must be a real letter. <laughs> so, okay. Now, this stands for obedience. Whoa, okay. Now, kids, I am speaking to you right now. Um, listen, one of the best gifts you can give your mom, it's free, doesn't cost anything, you can give it every single day, it's just simply obedience. You know, Jesus even said um, that, you know, if... You know, he said, children, obey your parents because, you know, you, you belong to the Lord for this is the right thing to do. And then John 14, 15 says this. It says, if you love me, you'll obey my commandments. Now, Jesus was saying a very valuable uh, just principle in God's word about, you know, when you, you can show love to your mom, you can honor your mom by just obeying her and by doing what, what she asks you to do. And so obedience is, is huge. And so I really, really want to challenge y'all to do that. Now this next one, Joy, you'll find this kind of funny actually. Um, so <laughs> this, um, okay. All right, so I'm going to have to get all this out here. So let's see what this 
this spells. And I think I'll put this right here on there. So uh, Joy's like, uh-oh, it fell and broke. Okay, so I think we can do this. Okay, is that right? Is that, am I, no? Okay, all right, there we go. How are we doing, folks? All right, okay, yes, all right. Okay, so um, this next one is express your gratitude towards your mom. Just take time to just say, Mom, I thank you so much. You do so much for me in my life. You, you just, you know, you, you uh, man, you, you do this and this and this. You do all the stuff at home, and I really, really appreciate it. Just, you know, guys, I, I, your mom knows you love her. Um, your, your mom probably knows that you appreciate her, but that doesn't give you the right not to say it. And so it's very important for you to, to articulate and, and just say, Mom, I, man, I appreciate you. Mom, you're amazing. You know, just thanks for all you do for me. Uh, man, it is very, very important to be thankful. And then obviously, um, you know, looking at, let's see, let me make sure I, okay. All right, express your gratitude. Now, First Thessalonians, I guess we've got that up on the board. Always be joyful. Never stop praying. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you um, who belong to Christ Jesus. This is so important to, for y'all to just be grateful and thankful and express that thankfulness as much as you possibly can. All right, so going through here next. Wow, this is interesting. Okay, so I've got a bunch of, I've got a bunch of balloons here. Okay, now, wonder what this next one's going to be. Hmm. Hey, can you turn this mic on or is this mic on? So y'all can probably hear this. Okay, now, all right, let's let, let's move. Sorry. What what could this be? Okay, now, all right. So listen, it that sound sounds super annoying. I mean, it's just it's just annoying. Now. The kids in church will know this. I do not like whining. I just don't. Um, it changes a one-syllable word into the longest word I've ever heard in my life, okay? And it is really, really important. Kids, kids, kids. Well, you know what? I should say husbands too, uh, I, you know, for sure. I, really, I should say everybody on this. But guys, listen. Um, this next one is no whining and complaining. Man, a great gift. Wow, if you just didn't complain, you just didn't whine about it, oh, we're going to have that for dinner tonight, and wow, I really wanted this, and I wanted to go here, and I'm just going to do this, and well, you know, you're really annoying when you talk like that, okay? <laughs> and I'll just say, kids, I'll just express that. All right, so kids, if you want to give a free gift right here, man, I'm, I'm trying to help you out here. Stop your whining and complaining. Okay, I almost went whining and, and complaining. And that is really, really important. Okay, next. Uh, now, obviously, the scripture is loud and clear on this. James 5, 9. Don't grumble about each other, brothers and sisters, or you will be judged. Whoa, kids. Yeah, all right. For, for look, the judge is standing at your door. You know, I heard a story about, a funny story about the complaining monk. And there was this monk who had to go through this arduous training or whatever, and he had to be quiet for two years. 
And he could only speak two, two words at the end of this two years. And so it was his turn to speak his two words. And he, he goes, uh, it was, and he goes, food, terrible. <laughs> and, and so two more years passed by, and he got his opportunity again, and he goes, he goes, bed, lumpy. And, you know, he's, he's like, okay. And so the next time he came in after two years, so it's been six years, and he says, I quit. And then the leader of the, he goes, he goes, it figures you would quit. You complain all the time. You know, you're just always complaining. You've only been given six words and all you've chosen to do is complain, complain, complain. Now, it's a funny story about complaining, but, but really, if you had two, just, you could speak just two words, what would they be? Would you complain with those? Would you, or would you use those to build somebody up or to express uh, your love? That'd be hard to do in two words. Okay. All right. Glad I'm not a monk. All right. So let's move on. So, um, you know, Ephesians 4, 3, and 6 says this, uh, make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit, binding yourselves together in, in peace. And so guys, um, okay, wait a minute. I think I skipped ahead, Chuck. Sorry about that. Yeah, I think, oh, wait, so sorry. I've got to do my next gift here. Sorry, I did skip ahead. Okay. I'm at three right now. Okay. All right. So can y'all tell I put all these together, put all the tissue in? Not, no, I didn't. So, all right. Now I have a picture of my three kids. All right. One, one of the greatest gifts kids you can give your mom to me is family harmony. Uh, sibling, when siblings get along. One of the greatest gifts our kids give us is they just really love each other. They're most of the time. They're, they're very patient with each other. They're, uh, they're close. They do things all the time together. Uh, kids, your mom really desires you to uh, to to get along. If 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 y'all just if you want to give your mom a beautiful gift, is for y'all to have some to just love your sisters and brothers that you have. I mean that is that is a great gift. Family harmony is so important, and that's why we had that verse. Now that verse makes sense. So Chuck, you can throw it up there, Mr. Corvette, Chuck man. All right. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in spirit, binding yourselves together with peace. And so, brothers, you know, brothers and sisters, please get along. This is a beautiful gift that, that you can give your mom. So it's awesome. All right. Now, we're, we're coming to number two. Okay. Number two gift is... All right. Is, all right. I'm going to pull these out. Okay. Now... Moms, this is a gift you can give yourself, all right? And so, now, the, the biggest thing is take time for yourself. Moms, you, you're incredible. You love on other people. You do so much for other people. But it is so important for you to give a gift to yourself of making sure that you're good making sure that, that you're healthy and making sure that, that physically you're healthy and emotionally you're healthy, spiritually that you're healthy. You've got you've to take time for yourself. You've, you've gotta, and fam, the family that you have, you need to allow mom to really take, take time to, to really invest in herself. You know, there's a, uh, there's a verse in Philippians 2. 
And uh, I think a lot of times this Philippians 2 verse is really um, uh, just misquoted sometimes. Look, look what it says. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. Well, now, obviously, Jesus wants us to focus on others and love others. But, but if you look at this, it's not saying don't take care of yourself. It's not saying take care of others, never take care of yourself. And so Jesus' intent was look out for yourself, you know, help yourself, help other people. And because here's the reality, you're not going to be able to help others unless, unless you're healthy uh, in, in every way. So moms, I really, I think a beautiful gift that you can give your family is to take time to, to spoil yourself, to take time to, to, to kind of uh, improve yourself, so to speak. Now, the last gift, almost, almost done, so y'all can get home to Mother's Day meal. All right, so the last, the last gift is this, and this is probably pretty obvious. Um, the best gift you can give your mom is to have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I mean, hands down, I think every mom in this room would, would agree with that because moms, moms know deep down that Jesus is going to take care of her kids much better than she can, even though she does an amazing job. You know, the, the first scripture I thought about when I thought about this number one gift is Romans 8, 38 and 39. It's a powerful set of scriptures. And I'm convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels or, nor demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about t tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below. Indeed, nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus our Lord. And moms, moms deep down know that there is a God that loves their kids and who sent His Son to die for them. And, you know, um, I, I, I don't want this to sound like you should have a personal relationship because your mom wants it. I'm, I'm really saying this because it is the best gift you will ever receive personally. And to have a, to have a relationship with Christ. He loves you. He has given up His life for you. He suffered for you on the cross. He conquered death. He rose again. And He will take care of you. He will love you. He will forgive you. He will be merciful to you. He will comfort you when you need that. And I, and I just can't think of a better gift um, that you can, you can give your mom is, is to have a personal growing relationship in Christ Jesus. And I just really want to challenge y'all. And the last verse I want to leave you with is Romans 10.9. It pretty much sums it all up. If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So if you're sitting here today and man, you've been struggling about this and uh, this has been a, you know, you know you're not sure where, where you are, at least just pursue Him. And He promises to find you. Just, just pursue Him and just see, see what He has in store for you. And and right here, it just sums it up right there. 
you, you just need to just have faith in Him, put your trust completely in Him. And I, I definitely think that it is an amazing gift that you can give your mom uh, on Mother's Day. Now, I'd like, at this point in time, I'd like for all third, fourth, and fifth, and sixth graders to come up here um, and to, uh, uh, we have a special gift that we want to give all of our moms. And so we want to recognize you moms today. We want to cheer for you. We want to hug you. Now, before we stand up, a couple things I forgot. They were in my sermon notes. If you're with your mom today, could you give her a big hug right now? Just give her a big hug, especially if you haven't given her any gifts at all. That's the first gift. Now, moms, I'd like for you, all moms in the building, if y'all could stand up, just stand up. Let's give them a round of applause. Way to go, moms. <clears throat> They're all over the place, guys. Spread out. Good job. Okay, your moms are right there. <clears throat> and moms, obviously, when you receive that gift, if y'all could just sit down. I know you want to keep standing. <laughs> Good job, kids. Let's give those kids a round of applause. All right. Thank you. All right. <clears throat> so just in wrapping things up, obviously, in these... These are just 10 gifts that we kind of came up with that would be perfect for a mom. Uh, you may have some others in there that uh, we, we definitely had some, some that were in contention to be on the top 10 list. Uh, and it'd be an interesting conversation for you to have what would be, what would be on your list, so to speak. And, uh, and then obviously, um, you know, Mother's Day, you know, when Mrs. Jarvis really pushed to have Mother's Day, she really was disappointed with how commercial it's become uh, toward the end of her life. And, uh, and so uh, I really do think some of the best gifts are free. And if you, it, it, but only if you, you commit to do them. And let's say you write a written note and say, hey, mom, I, I, I really want to stop complaining. I really want to be obedient. Really work on those things. It doesn't mean you're going to be perfect. It doesn't mean you're just going to do that all the time, but, but really, really do that. Kids, take your mom on a date. Uh, ask your mom if you could take them out on a date. I think that would be incredible um, just, uh, you know, just to spend time with your mom. And it, it accomplishes so much when you're able to do that. And so just really, moms, just, we just want to thank you for being amazing and awesome. Uh, you really are a superhero um, in, in so many ways. And I hope you feel honored today. I hope you feel blessed today uh, that, that you have, uh, uh, are doing such an amazing job and that, man, without you, obviously, we would, none of us would be here. Um, so uh, anyhow, uh, all right. Uh, love you guys. Let me pray for y'all, and then the, the praise team will come up. Lord Jesus, we love you so much. Um, we just want to thank you for your love for us, your just unconditional love. Uh, Lord, you just, you're always there for us. You're always loving us. You're always there to forgive us. You're always there with mercy and compassion. We just cannot thank you enough for, for your love. And um, gee, what a beautiful gift that you have given us. Lord, the, the forgiveness of our sins and just the opportunity just to, to spend eternity with you. What a beautiful gift that is. Lord Jesus, I pray for the moms today and, 
And, I, and I'm not, you know, you know every heart that's in this room. You know that, that there are some moms that aren't very happy right now. You have some moms that are um, struggling in life. You have some moms that are, um, you know, uh, just going through a tough time. Lord Jesus, I pray that you would meet their needs, that you would rally their family around them just to really love on them. And Lord, I just I, I lift up all the moms in this room that just uh, that you would bless them and watch over them, and and Lord that you would give them strength as they journey on. And uh, Lord, I, I pray that their family would just be able to give them some of these few gifts, Lord, that mean so much. We love you in Jesus' name, Amen.